Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. You're listening to the Nobody's Podcast. You're running up that road. You're running up that hill. Aren't you going to stop me? Honestly, I was debating if like maybe I should just let you have your moment and let you do this episode solo. <laughs> well, I wanted to say this is a very musical episode, so I'm gearing the listeners up. So, All right. Well, let's just get started then. Hey, guys. I'm Annie. And I'm Bryce. And we are the Nobodies, experts on nothing, with opinions on everything. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Nobodies. I was actually really curious how long you were going to keep singing. <laughs> well, that was all the lyrics that I knew of that song. I, and I wanted okay. to ask you, that, that leads me into my next question, which is, are you watching Stranger Things? I am not. Do you watch any it? TV currently? Right. Oh, of course. Yes. Um, yes, I've seen all the other seasons. I just haven't like had a chance. Okay, I was just gonna say. I mean, I that song is from that show, and it was. It's. I think it's from like it's Kate Bush, but it's a song from like 1986 or something, and Got it. it became number one. Again. You know, yes, it became number one and like broke all these records and charts and stuff. Because it's in Stranger Things, in a very pivotal moment in the mo- in the in the movie. Got it, got show. it, got it. I do need to watch Stranger Things. It's I keep very it. good. I just haven't had time to like sit down and like actually watch a show. I have a lot of like nonsense TV on in the yeah. background. Like mm-hmm. that's how I get ca- caught up on Housewives. I just like put it on and like do other stuff. Yeah. Um, but with Stranger Things, you have to like have to sit and watch. Definitely. And this this show, it, the, the new season or the, the second half of this season comes out on Friday. So that's also what ties into it. But so if you haven't watched it, you can the, the next like however many episodes, but they're long episodes too. They're like 90 yeah. minutes. They're like long, 90 minute episodes. And it's like, what is going on with you? Are they, they doing do eight I, episodes again? It's yeah, I think it's or I think they did seven or eight and then they're doing yeah. another seven or eight. And I love the show, but the angst, the angst is just out of control. Like really, it's just it's it's too much. Like the kids are teenage. I mean, again, they're teenagers or in high school, but it's just like you guys come on. It's like everything is not an epic, you know. Like but that's how of, it is when you're a teenager. I know it really is. I mean, it absolutely. I'm still like that, so I don't know what I know. I'm talking it's about. It's hard to it's hard to watch when you're like an, a grown up, which I had to hesitate because I don't even know if I can call you that. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> it does feel like they want to be like a hundred different genres, but it is very good. It's yeah, it's still a very good show. Yeah, but I'll anyway. I'll watch it. I'll report back in like probably 18 months when I get around to it. <laughs> It'll be over. It'll that'll be so great. You'll be able to you'll be able to be like, hey, I watched Stranger Things. Is anybody Literally. watching Stranger Things <laughs> in 2026? Yeah, actually. Wow. The third, the last season was great. Oh um, all right. God. Well, Annie, what is your story of the week, Annie? So I had my girls' trip. I can't remember if we Woo-hoo. talked about me going on that. I can't last remember either. Week. I I can't remember, but I was in Austin with all of my closest girlfriends from college, and they all met Blue for the first time. Oh, and so I was able to let loose and it was just 
like exactly what my soul needed. You posted double, you were double fisting. You said double fisting looks different these days because you yes. had a margarita in one hand and a bottle, and baby bottle in the other. Sure did. Um, I was really nervous because it was, my parents met us down there and it was the first time that Blue had slept away from both T and I because um, he stayed wow. at our friend Ariel's with my parents and he did so great. He that he was with them three nights, I think. Thursday, Friday. yeah, three nights, and he only woke up once both nights, which is great. Normally, he wakes up twice, once if we're lucky, and norm like the first one is like right after I go to bed, so it's basically yeah. like I don't count it normally. <laughs> but he literally would go down at eight p.m. and then would wake up at four a.m. to eat, and then go back down to like eight a.m. And I was like, did he have a Tempur-Pedic mattress or something? So, I mean, then, so then when we get back here, his first night back, he wakes up three times, doesn't sleep longer than two hours. And I was like, <laughs> what the hell? So that was Sunday night. And then Monday night, he also slept like garbage. Last night was better. That's but funny. I think he's teething again. He has so many teeth, Bryce. I, Annie... I, I don't want to talk about it. I feel like this is, I, I feel like it's hard because I don't, it's like, I see you every week when we record this, but I don't right. see you in real life. And I know how long it's been because I see blue and I'm like, yeah, how is he so big? And then you'll send pictures and I'm like, how is this possible? Oh my God. He has, he has his two middle, two middle bottom teeth. Normally after that, the two middle top teeth come in, but he had his like lateral incisors come in first. So he's like snaggle tooth. <laughs> And the one of the the left, I think, no, the right top middle just came, like just broke through skin. So he has five teeth and he's seven months old. That's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. But I mean, it just shows how like how big he's getting. I'm just, this is ridiculous. Well, that had to make your parents feel good that they, you know, that he slept so much too. Yeah. I think nice. they had a really good time. My dad taught him a little game where... When because blue's kind of in the phase where he's like blowing bubbles and he's going ba 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 and he kept going <laughs> and my dad would do it back to him. And so then I watched it happen. Like mom said for like two minutes at a time, they would just go back and forth doing it at each other. And it's cool to see him like respond. Did he laugh? Was he laughing when your yeah, dad would do he, it? Yeah. It was like oh a fun God. game. Yeah. And then when I was on the plane with him coming back he kept doing it to the random like elderly man next to us i was like i'm so sorry he just learned this trick <laughs> from his grandpa <laughs> yeah exactly oh <laughs> uh, it's so great well tell okay d remind the listeners i think you've talked about it but what is you are you went down with the lady gang is what you call which is what you call it and it's yeah. your, like you said it's your closest friends from from college or from college yeah plus you know, Emily and Ariel and a few other people that are there. And there this too. year, this year we added Jess, our friend Jess, who okay. is a friend we know through Emily and also a friend of the podcast, Carly Teller. Oh, yes, Carly Teller. Yes. So somebody, yeah. so many yeah. somebody's down there. Yeah. There were a lot of somebody's down there. That is so much um, fun. And you guys try to do this every year, right? It's just yeah, gotta be. We do it once a year. Good. Yeah. That is so and fun. this year was actually Lady Gang 3.0 because we have kind of our OG Lady Gang. Um, and the way that that came about is I listened to the Lady Gang podcast. Yes. And Kelsey. yes. And I had ordered something. They used to do like these, what they called like lady boxes. And they're basically like a, 
box of like full-size products and you got them at a discounted rate. So I like ordered one one time and in it was a pop socket that had their logo on it. And I didn't have a pop socket at the time. So I just like popped it on. I was using it and I got together with all my girlfriends over Christmas and they and Kels, of course, saw yeah. late the lady gang thing and she just ripped me apart. <laughs> and ever, it would and be her, ever, it would be her 100 percent because yeah. she's also the only one that can dish it as hard as I do. Yeah. <laughs> Kayla, Kayla probably can too, but like in terms of sarcasm, like Kels yeah. has me beat, probably. So um she just ripped me, and then it turned into the lady gang, like our group of friends. And then last year we added Ariel and Emily. And so then it became Lady Gang 2.0. And this year we added Jess and Carly. So now it's Lady Gang 3.0. Yes, that's that's yeah. great. I just remember I, I just remember Kels was we were going back and forth because our original um like our original signage or logo or whatever yeah. was was designed by her and her husband. And we were going back and forth. No, it was just her. Oh, it's just her. Okay. I'm mm -hmm. sorry. Sorry. Just you, just just like totally not giving her credit. Uh, yeah, yeah. Of course, you give credit to the man. Yeah, to the man. Yeah, wasn't even involved. Did nothing. <laughs> um, it was hilarious because she, like, within seconds of texting, was giving me shit, and it was just like yeah. I already like this girl. Oh, that's how she is. Well, my story of the week. I I wanna I wanna thank you for being so. Um, I want to thank you for being so sympathetic to me um, for my story of the week because recently I had to change my Instagram handle. You did. I and, thought we uh, talked about this already. Not on the podcast, just, you know, IRL. We had that conversation IRL and not on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It wow, was, it I'm just surprised happened. I was so sympathetic. Actually. I know you really were though. You were, you know, I, I, Annie said that, you know, for everyone listening, Annie was like, you know, it's not just a silly, I changed. So I changed my Instagram name to my actual name and I change it from Bryce advice because I feel like everyone is always looking at your Instagram, like all jobs, professional people like professionally are always looking at your Instagram and have something, or they're not able to find you or whatever via that. And they're always wondering what it is, which is kind of weird in the first place. But Oh, wait, I'm so glad you brought this up because now I'm going keep talking, but I'm going to go to your Instagram. I want to see if you cleaned it up. No, I didn't clean it up at all. I just changed the name just because I thought that it would be better than it went from Bryce advice to Bryce McClay. And I thought that because Bryce advice seems like something that is, you know, a child's, a child's name. And I wanted to make sure that I was, you know, seen as a man and as an adult. <laughs> I couldn't even say that with a straight face. I a man and as an adult. Okay, so, I, but we're not going to delete this picture. Absolutely not. No, we're not changing. We're not changing the the actual like the aesthetic or the or the vibe of the of the account. We're just changing the name because that way people will see. Okay, this is someone who is you know. Is you this gonna, your senior picture? No, that was, that was, those were, those were professional, those were professionally done, but thank you for thinking that was when I was a senior. Cause that was like three years ago. Well, I was trying to figure out how you had so much facial hair in high school. <laughs> I didn't either, by the way, I, I grew, oh, this I grew is my facial hair school. when I was 21. Yes. That was me in high school. Yeah. yeah That's so the she's showing I'll pictures of remember. Yeah. Yeah. Those, she's showing pictures of me. 
in, on my Instagram. But yeah, it was a rough day. I just thought that it was, I just, I feel like it was a better, it was, and you said it so poetically that it isn't just, you know, unfortunately, Instagram isn't like a silly screen name anymore. It is like right. your calling card mm -hmm. or your, mm -hmm. um, you know, your business card. Yeah, it's your business card, basically. Yeah. I don't have business cards that say my name on them. Probably should. Anyway, that what was my story. What would you put on your, what would you put your title as? On mm, your I don't know. Card? Probably the same as my Instagram. It'd probably be like writer, producer, writer, wedding guest. Honestly, I love that. And I'm going to have some made for you. Okay. Thank you. Thank You're you welcome. so much. All right. Now it is time for <laughs> Peloton in 60 seconds, the segment in which I start a timer on my phone and we talk all things Peloton for just one minute. Are you ready? Set. Go. Okay. So you just said that you barely, what, what did you just say? Why don't you I say? I barely it? had a chance to take any classes. But you did. And I loved the caption that you did. You took a Just, just King ride that was uh -huh. what, an EDM trap. And you said it wasn't pretty, but it was something. And yep. I really appreciated that. Because I think that's all you can do at this point. I've been very unmotivated recently. And I, I don't know where that's coming from. I don't know. If you it's, should it's join my accountability or, group. You um, really should. No, I truly just haven't had time. Like I could get up at 5 a.m. and then only sleep for six hours. And Because who wants to do that? Well, and it's like, I could do that. I'm just trying to squeeze it in where I can. I'm certainly getting movement in because I'm chasing an infant that's now yeah. crawling all over the place. So <laughs> well, this the is not bike, about Peloton. Well, the bike is hurting my back and I even got a workout corset to align my spine, but it's not working. It's still Okay. Hard, did so you raise your handlebars? No, but I should. Yeah, maybe lower should. my seat just slightly. No, keep your seat where it's at so your hips don't get bothered and raise your handlebars. Well, and you know my hips don't lie, so. I hate that. Um, but this has been Peloton in 60 seconds, which is right. about how long I've ridden per day on average. <laughs> Touche. Uh, all right, guys, there is a lot going on in the world today. So much so that Annie, yes, our very own Annie Wilkinson, texted me last night to say she wanted to discuss something on the podcast today. So I, I I had to drop everything and make sure that this happened. Neptune is in retrograde, so weird shit is happening. And since this is oh so rare, I'm going to let her have the floor on this. <laughs> so I felt, and we are not, I'm going to preface this by saying we are not going to dwell because everyone knows where we stand on this issue. But I yes. felt that we needed to discuss Roe v. Wade being overturned. Officially, yes. Officially. We had talked about it. You mentioned that we had talked about it when the, you know, when it first Leaked. became a topic. Yeah. When we didn't However, know I sure. have no recollection of that. <laughs> <laughs> so it basically didn't happen. Well, what are um, your thoughts? Because I have, I have, I have prepared a statement because I don't want to blow out every mic in the galaxy um, over my, in, well, I, I shouldn't say insanity, but my passion, passion for it. So um, you read your statement and then that okay. way we're not doubling up. Okay. <clears throat> so here is my prepared statement. While this is infuriatingly awful and out of this world hypocritical, I am in no way and sorry, and I am in no way, shape or form trying to diminish the emergency we are in. But I'm going to take the motto of my favorite musician, Pitbull, and try to take a negative to a positive. 
I believe that this will greatly impact the amount of Democrats elected into public office moving forward. I pray that there is a tide turning and you will see a lot more blue states on election day. However, let me be crystal clear. If you are under 40 years old, I urge you to never vote Republican again in light of this news. The GOP does not care about you or your health or your well-being whatsoever. And that has once again been proven with this abhorrent ruling. I would also like to say that, yes, protesting is important, but you have got to go out and fucking vote. Register, campaign for Democratic candidates, and do your civic duty by showing up to the ballot box. Nothing will change if you don't vote the right people into office. Thank you. That was excellent. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I just want to make one other comment because I said we wouldn't dwell on this. And I echo everything you just said. But this is about a hell of a lot more than just abortion. Um, And I think that women everywhere need to do their research and see how this is impacting your healthcare as a whole. I am very grateful that we live in a state right now that is not going to do anything crazy. And essentially what this does for those people that live under a rock and don't know is it basically puts abortion on as, as like a state decision. Um, right now, 23 states are looking to outlaw abortion completely. Texas has already signed into law that abortion is illegal at conception. Um, and that is, there's no exclusion for rape and incest. Um, I have a, I'm having a really hard time with this because I have spoken very passionately about abortion in general on this podcast. And I feel very strongly that if you don't believe in it, then don't get one period. But that does not. And you had sent me a video on Instagram (laughs) of a woman saying like, yeah, if you're a Christian and you don't believe in it, fine. But like, Religious freedom was something this country was founded on. And so why are we asking the entire country to live according to a book that a good portion of them don't even follow? And that's coming from someone who considers herself a Christian. If you don't believe in it, don't get one. But do not tell the person next to you. Nobody knows anyone's individual circumstance. And I just, I cannot wrap my head around the fact that there are people, but women especially, that like, want the right to choose taken away from their fellow woman. I like cannot wrap my head around it. And we know that this is not impacting rich women of power because they will always have access to the medical care and abortions if they need it. This is impacting the underprivileged, specifically women of color communities. And it's just the fact that there is potential for a woman that has a miscarriage to be charged with involuntary manslaughter is atrocious. One in four women have miscarriages. Like it's just, and that's the type of stuff that I'm talking about. Like do your research where you live, find out exactly what these abortion bills, if you are living in a state that wants to pass some sort of a bill against abortion, do your research and find out exactly what your rights are. Yeah. It's just, absolutely. it just is making, and this is uh, as a woman that just recently had a baby, I, that my opinion has not changed. Like mm-hmm. every woman should have the right to choose what happens to her own body. 
For sure. And I, again, I feel like we're just going on and on about this, but I want to say, I want to echo what you said as well in the video that I, that I sent to you, which was about a woman who was not a Christian, who did not Mm -hmm. believe that, who did not believe that, that, you know, that that life started at conception. And the fact that someone, the government can tell her how to think based on their religious beliefs, like this Supreme Court is doing, who are full of religious zealots, are doing it is absolutely outrageous that they are able to that they're able to get away with this who right. are you like you said again i don't want to repeat you but like who are who is to say what the next person is doing judaism believes that life begins at birth they don't believe that life begins at conception so right. how does that so abortion is not illegal to them i'm just saying that i'm not i'm i'm not condoning like i like i've said many times on this podcast as well i would do everything in my power if i got a girl pregnant that I would not have an abortion. There is, I would do everything in my power to tri- to prevent that from happening because I'm in a state of in my life that I'm able to care for a child if I absolutely had to. Right. That being said, the other thing that the final thing that I wanted to say is that these are decisions that like there are people that are coming out of the woodwork talking about that they maybe not have had abortions, but even like Lauren Conrad had just recently come out and said that that she had an what is the thing that in disguise or ex some something pregnancy ectopic. Where the, ectopic pregnancy before she had her children. She was at the time like, and then I think her statement was basically, I'm paraphrasing here, but basically her statement was that she was, she heard about another woman who was having an ectopic, ectopic. <laughs> pregnancy that was at the risk of death. And her physician her her doctor was on the phone with his lawyer worried and freaking out and frantically wondering if he was going to lose his medical license if he performed a procedure that would allow her to that would give her the right to her own life yeah and that's just topic pregnancies crazy. for those that don't know is when the yeah, fertilized egg implants in your fallopian tube instead of your uterus your okay, fallopian yeah. tube is tiny it cannot grow a baby and if a fallopian tube bursts there's a very high probability that you will die so it's again not about killing babies. This isn't no. about killing babies, and That's, it never has no. been. And I think that now, we, at least, luckily, which is what I think is good, is that we are learning. We have we have such you know we have a, a cell phone, we have the internet, we have things that we are learning so much about that we didn't have access to 50 years ago. And mm-hmm. the people that maybe who feel this way, who are Christian or Catholic or whatever, who have not, and other in other religions, I'm not just saying that. I'm not trying to single anyone out, but I'm just saying that people who do feel very strongly from a religious standpoint, who don't believe in this didn't have all of the the information, I believe. I don't believe they had all the information. And I still don't think we have all the information, but I think we're getting a lot, a hell of a lot closer than we did, you know, even 10 years ago. So- Well, at the end of the day though, if a person believes for religious reasons that they shouldn't have an abortion and they don't believe in it, that's fine, don't have one. And here's here's a kicker. So obviously this all happened because of the GOP and all of that. Today- or yesterday, yesterday, I think, uh, they struck down a bill that would provide additional rights for lactating moms. Yes. So the reason it would be a burden to businesses. That's why they struck it down. Hmm. Basically, it's going to give working, working moms time to pump so that they can feed their children. But also, we you know have a national emergency that we have no formula. 
So let's force women to have babies and then not give them resources or the ability to care for those children. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Crazy. honestly, um, we could, we could, we could go on and on about this. We could, but I have to grab my charger. Hold on. Okay. Okay. And finally, guys, if you do have it, if you want to talk to us or have any questions or anything, not that we're, I mean, we are nobodies and we're not experts on anything, but if you do want to talk to us or, or, or have a lively discussion, feel free to hit us up on Instagram. Um, we are happy to chat about any of this, any thoughts or anything, if you, yes. if you need to. All and right. Call your legislature. Legislators. Yes. Make sure that you make sure that you do that and vote once again. This episode of the nobodies is brought to you by emilyroggenberg.com. Why didn't you use the sexy voice? Uh, you mean your psychopath voice? It was my psychopath voice? I definitely thought it was my sexy voice. Well, it's not, and it's appalling. But you know what's not appalling is apparel, specifically from emilyroggenberg.com. Ain't that the truth? Her hometown apparel that represents Cleveland, New York, and Los Angeles are so tight. Oh my God, we've talked about your use of the word type. All right, well, I think her products are awesome. Okay, well, that I completely agree with. Emily Roggenberg's clothing is top of the line with unique designs and beautiful neutrals that you can wear for any occasion. You truly can wear them anywhere. The bar, the coffee shop, trips to get burritos. Trips to get burritos? Okay, whatever. Um, but yes, right now you can save 20% off your purchase when you order on emilyroggenberg.com. That's right. 20% off at emilyroggenberg.com. Promo code NOBODY. Guys, I promise you will not be disappointed. And now back to the show. Anyway, it is now time for another installment of The Nobody's Knows Around, an investigative segment in which these nobodies play gumshoe detectives as we take a deep dive into a particular subject or story. This installment is all about the king himself, Elvis Presley. Eccentric director Boz Lerman's Elvis is number one at the box office, and like any film that is a period piece and also popular, it appears to be a bit problematic. We here at the Nobody's Podcast would like to discuss the impact Elvis had on the world when he was still alive, as well as the renewed refascination with him. Ah, uh, there is no denying what a powerful and popular figure Elvis Presley was to both music and pop culture, but many Gen Zers and TikTokers have pointed out that the plan to bring Elvis back to center stage may be backfiring, and it sounds... Like that when Elvis left the building, maybe he should have stayed gone. <laughs> according to according to a Rolling Stone piece from two years ago, the King's estate had been cooking up many ideas on how to rebuild slipping revenue streams and spark public interest in the star once more. However, many of their efforts were thwarted by the same reasons that made interest in Elvis slip initially. On TikTok, many users have pointed out that they feel uncomfortable about supporting and celebrating a film about an artist who is so controversial. They say that he was the father of black culture appropriation, profiting off the black dancing styles and music he used to launch his own career. Though some to most claims of him being actively racist were debunked in his lifetime and hold true today. Plus there's the Priscilla of it all. There's no shaking the queasiness that comes with the development of his relationship with his only wife. The pair met when she was 14 and he was 24. By the actual definition of grooming, and I'm not referring to the TikTok-washed idea that all age gap couples count, he basically trained her to be his teenage bride and made her wear the hair, makeup, and clothing he liked. The article points out that some of the TikTok videos are funny only in the way that they think they are the ones canceling Elvis for the very first time. However, the thing is, Elvis has been canceled before. 
Millennials and young Gen Xers have long held opinions on the rock and roll star as a problematic touchstone in musical history, leaving him with a complicated legacy over the years. So, Annie, what do you think? I mean, he definitely did a lot of questionable stuff. When you said that the, that his estate was cooking up many ideas or something, I literally thought you were going to say they were cooking up meth. And I got really, like, into my head on that for a second. <laughs> um, no. No, I mean, he he definitely, I mean, Hound Dog was stolen from a black woman. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, yes. And so, like, he definitely appropriated black culture. I'm not going to deny that. I think we'll put that we'll just take that and like set it aside i think yeah. the the really the really i don't even want to say controversial but the really fucked up part is priscilla yeah that like, i was... don't know how any logical person that has a soul can like look at that and be like oh no it's fine times are just different like no that's creepy as hell that's that is that is a little not just like, you know like you said cultural appropriation aside like i was a fan or I am a fan of Elvis and I grew up listening to him, but it does sound like you said that he was in fact hound dog. I definitely want to see this movie though. I, it, it doesn't yeah, seem, it doesn't seem to suggest that Elvis himself, it was more the people around him that were sort of quote unquote. Well, I wouldn't say quote unquote, that were the ones that were black fishing. So I am going to give him the benefit of the doubt. It doesn't sound like he, I mean, I do think it was a sign of the times. I'm not saying that there was anything right about it, but, you know, they were just doing that and not even thinking about it. And right. they should have been thinking about it. There's also um, something very sad about Elvis to me. Um, there seems to be sort of like a Presley curse because there's like, there seems to be like a generational trauma now passed on to his daughter, Lisa Marie, who was the one who originally found her father dead on the toilet. Uh, she has had multiple marriages and recently ho and horrifically lost her son to suicide in 2020. So... Oh, I don't think I knew that. That's that, terrible. Oh, I know. And it would be, it, it, she, I think she's had a really messed up life, you know? Yeah. I, and I mean, I think she's, you know, I, I'm not saying that she's obviously dealt with it very well because she's successful in her own right. I know she had a music career. I know that she, you know, has done, has done good things for herself. So I'm not saying that she's, there's anything wrong with her, but I just think that she obviously had some issues. If you're finding your father, when you find your father dead at that young yeah. of an age, you're how old was he when he died? I think he was like 50, late 40s. I mean, we I can look it up. I thought he was like 40. 42. He was 42. Wow. That's wild. And then <clears throat> Lisa Marie, let's see. She was, she was like a real, she was a kid. 1977 is when he died. She was born in 1968. She was a 10. Not even. Yeah, that's really nine. Sad. <clears throat> yeah, so I oh, feel she's bad. She's younger than our parents. Yeah, I feel bad. I feel bad for her. Um, however, Elvis and his death on the aforementioned toilet don't really hold a hunk of hunk of burning love candle to Elvis actor Austin Butler and his bizarre behavior while promoting this film. Have okay, you seen I've any heard of this. this. Okay. I haven't seen it, but I've heard that he's basically like still impersonating Elvis. Okay, this is what I'm getting at. You guys have to go to a video. Chicks in the Office did a video of this, and it's hysterical. They're another podcast. First of all, the guy's voice is at least 10 octaves lower after playing Elvis in this movie. So either he had an additional testicle drop, or he really is all shook up in the head. There are legit videos of him prior to playing Elvis, and he sounds like a prepubescent Justin Bieber. Okay? 
So that's number one. Second of all, you, Austin Butler, are not Brad Pitt. You are not even Brad Armpit. So please, for the love of God, stop acting like you're living within the film Meet Joe Black. I will, however, once again, give the benefit of the doubt and say that this was all probably a marketing ploy. And I say that mostly because if I am dead wrong and he is the next Brad Pitt, I would like to send him a formal invitation to join my dude squad. You know, I hate that. <laughs> um, right. I just have to say, I think that the casting was done poorly. Mm. And I cannot believe they did not cast Sammy. <laughs> because you can't tell me that this isn't Sammy's brother. <laughs> it's pretty striking, the, you guys. The bone structure is the same. You have to look at young Elvis Presley and put it next to Sammy Wilk. Yeah. Um, it is. That is a pretty good contrast. Wasn't Sammy going to play somebody else? Wasn't he going to play Johnny Depp in his Johnny Depp? Sammy could have a real career as a as a biopic actor. Yeah, I know. Specifically in biopics. Yeah, no, he's going to be the Johnny Depp character in the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard trial <laughs> made for TV special on Hulu in five years. All right. It's not going to be made for TV. It's going to be a blockbuster, no, high not. octane quality film or no, it's, miniseries. No, it's going to be a Hulu miniseries, just like The Dropout. Okay, but that was still very high quality. That was not a Hallmark Hallmark movie. No, but it's still it was made for TV. It wasn't like okay, a, yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, all right, gotcha. Yeah. it's not like sorry, the gen, the it's not industry like the gen, term. I'm sorry, the, like the industry gen, term made for TV is so cheap. <laughs> you're thinking of well, when you're made for TV movie, you're like, okay, this is like this is like Lifetime's Saturday Night Matinee. Like it's not. It's okay, not a Hulu fair. miniseries. Fair. It's gonna be a it's gonna be a six part Hulu miniseries. But you're saying it's the def it's the difference between Amanda Seyfried playing Elizabeth Holmes and Jennifer Lawrence playing Elizabeth Holmes. Yes. I see the difference. I see the difference. Yes. Um, but you guys have to check this out. It's like kind of hysterical, the Austin Butler stuff. It is. It yeah. is really. It's like. And again, I. I. I do think that, but I, I just, I'm like, this is gross. Like, it's just weird. Why are you, it, you're not, it, you're not helping people going, going to see the movie. Well, I mean, maybe he did. Maybe he did. I mean, it is number one at the box office. Maybe that yeah. did. They're like, oh, we kind of like him. And yeah. I mean, who wouldn't want to emulate Brad Pitt? I mean, hello. Yeah. You've been trying for so long. <laughs> and it's not working at all. All right. Um, <laughs> All right, to close out the show, it's time for Loser of the Week. This Ooh. week's, this week's, this week's. <laughs> Keep that in. Week, I will, don't worry. This week's loser is the patron at a North Carolina water park who went on an expletive-filled rant that claimed the water park, quote, closed the wave pool because Machine Gun Kelly is here. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> This water park rent-a-cop posted a video on his social media saying the saying in part, quote, this is what Carol wins, that's the water park's name, thinks about their paying customers, unquote. Then zoomed in on Machine Gun and his group seated across the pool. The Carowinds Water Park Director of Communications responded by telling People Magazine that the claim that they shut down the wave pool for the rocker is quote, 100% incorrect, and instead attributed <laughs> to a, quote, poorly timed maintenance issue on a filter. She added that Machine Gun and his guests being seated in a cabana area near the pool was for his own privacy, saying, we chose to put him in the cabana toward the end. 
He did not choose any of that. That was all us for his safety, as well as the guests, because there was a lot of commotion, obviously. Furthermore, she said MGK, quote, never even went in the wave pool and that his guests, quote, ended up enjoying the pool, but they enjoyed it with the guests just like everybody else. She also says the wave pool was open an additional 15 minutes after the park closed just because of the inconvenience to the guests in regards to its temporary closure. As for any claims of Mr. Gun Kelly skipping the lines for the amusement park rides, the director told people we provided him fast pass lane access, so that allowed him to skip most lines. She also noted that the rocker was beyond nice and did not want to go in front of anyone else, instead insisting that others ride with him. She said he was the absolute nicest, kindest celebrity I've dealt with in my history. Well, <laughs> he sure knows how to make waves. God. <laughs> who, uh, is this, who is this water park whiner? It sounds like he's upset Machine Gun Kelly knows how to fill out a swimsuit and he doesn't. It was a man? It was a man. I mean, it's like the most Karen thing I've ever heard. Also, like part of me is envious of the fact that the entire world is going up in flames right now, but that's what this person is concerned about. Oh my God. That is so true. Like of all things to of raise hell things. about. Yeah. Also, okay. you're at a water park with a rock star. Like, why don't you just enjoy it for a minute? Yeah. No, that's that guy. That guy got rejected by Megan Fox. Like, I don't understand Ooh, what the By the way, is. by the way, Machine Gun Kelly has a new documentary out on Hulu right now. I haven't seen it yet, but I, it is on my list. I think it's probably pretty good. There's a lot of things that are a little bit unsettling about it, I've heard. But in a like in a in a concerning way, like hopefully. He's, well, he's had a gnarly like mental health journey. Yes. Yes. So I think it is a it is a good thing if people do want to. I mean, I think if you want to see mental health on display. Um, it's probably a good thing to watch, but they were at a premiere and Megan Fox has like blonde pink hair. And I'm like, that is your sister. That oh, looks exactly like Emily. I mean, it's crazy kind of Megan Fox <laughs> has a little bit darker features, but yeah, still I'm crazy. like, it's nuts. So I just well, think and they've that, met before. Yeah, I know. Uh, I knew that. Cause I think. MGK is from Cleveland. Oh yeah. They seem and nice. He, I, I don't know about Megan Fox. He seems I mean, very nice. He seems very nice. I don't know. I mean, I don't know about, I, I don't think Megan Fox is not nice, but everything I've heard about Machine Gun Kelly, he's just yeah, a very same. nice guy. Um, but yeah, this guy is a total loser. Like, yeah. Full, 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 full force. Yeah. What's loser. the male equivalent of a Karen? I think Brandon. Is Brandon Karen? Because like, let's go Brandon. I mean, I don't know. There's like a, Really? I don't know. I mean, I maybe have made that up. We can look. I up feel like it should be like Keith. Ooh, Keith is good. Oh, okay. On Urban Dictionary, it says there's an actual definition from male Karen. Oh, so he's just a male Karen. No, that's the word. But the definition is a male that acts like a Karen. See, Chad. <laughs> oh, Chad. That's it. That has to be it. Chad okay, is it says... Um, oh wow, there's Chad. There's like a lot of gross stuff. Ew, yeah. Okay, well. ew, a slice <laughs> of toe cheese. <laughs> <laughs> ew. Ew. Sick. ew, 
Okay. On anyway, that, let's on move toe on. Cheese, on toe cheese, <laughs> let's call it. Let's call it an evening, or or an afternoon. I guess we're in the evening. Yeah. Annie thought right. I was in the. Annie thought I was in the complete darkness. You were living in a cave. I was with your ring light. Yes. All right. Okay. Peace Bye. out. The Nobody's Podcast is produced by Annie Wilkinson, Bryce McClay, and the Believe Network. You can and should follow the Nobody's Podcast on Instagram and TikTok at Nobody's Pod. And you can always email us at noexpertallopinion at gmail.com. And remember, the best way to support the show is to follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss a new episode. Please also subscribe, rate, and review our show as well, so hopefully we won't always be nobodies. Finally, we hope you have an amazing weekend. And more importantly, a mediocre week. Thanks, guys. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.